Welcome back to the City Rev Life podcast. I'm Josh, joining you today with Pastor Roby, and we are continuing our series, uh, How to Determine God's Will, How to Find God's Will in Your Life. And part two of this series is going to be talking about the importance of seeking advice when you are seeking God's will in your life. Yeah, and this is, I mean, one of the most important parts, and uh, it sounds so obvious, but there's some things to really think about in seeking advice. So maybe you're in that space right now where you've got that decision. Maybe you're in that season where uh, we talk about young adults, there's a lot of big life decisions, what career, what person to marry, what school to go to, should you pursue a degree or should you continue with your career? Those kinds of things. Or maybe you're in that season with kids, like where do we, what do we, how do we raise up our kids? Should they do this activity, this school? How do we, how do we do that? Or or maybe in your job, do I do this job, this job or retirement? What, where do we live? What do we do next? There's always seasons of decision making. And if you're in one of those big decisions looming, uh, seeking advice is is so important in that process. And just to kind of recap where we were at last week, we talked about God's will and how there's a framework in which we can look at God's will. You, you described it as a, a window pane, right? And that this window pane can often, it can be transparent, it can be translucent, and it can be tinted, and that we could look at God's will in the same way. Sometimes when we're seeking it out, sometimes it's incredibly clear. It's right. trans. It's transparent. Um, it's a right or wrong issue or a yep. clear wise or unwise issue. Like the Bible just literally in some cases says, mm-hmm. don't do this, do this. Don't lie, tell the truth. And it's we can make it complicated, but we know the right answer. It's just having the courage to do it. Those are the transparent decisions. And then sometimes it's translucent. Like I, I think of like a, a gray area. It's not black and white. There's not a Bible verse that specifically says don't lie. So, hey, you don't really have to seek God's will on this. It's kind of a gray area. It's not like there's a verse in there that says, hey, Josh, this is how you're going to live out your life. Or, hey, Josh, this is the job you should take. You know, it's it's gray. And so we need this is probably where the area in which we're going to have to seek more advice on. Yep. But we also need to seek advice as to how we're looking at this window pane and is it transparent, translucent, or it's tinted. And last time you said tinted is what we're kind of trying to stay away from, right? Yeah. So tinted is those translucent things, just like you were saying, they're not right or wrong issues. There's not really going to be a Bible verse that says go to this college and not this college. Like there's Mm -hmm. not college names in the Bible that are advice for advice. Those are, they're not a, it's not necessarily right or wrong, but that doesn't mean that God doesn't care. We want to seek his guidance. So those translucent ones are a lot of what this series is meant to address. How do you handle that? And like you said, we're trying to avoid making things tinted with our own drive, our own, our own goals, sometimes our own idols. Like we don't want to just imprint ourselves on it. We really want to hear from the Lord. That's good. And so walk us through how we should seek advice and why should we seek advice when we are dealing with those translucent issues or translucent um, areas of our life where we're seeking God's will and why seeking advice is important when determining, is this a transparent situation? Is this a translucent situation or a tinted situation? Yeah. And I think, uh, I think seeking advice is, is so central to the decision-making process as a Christian. 
And for starters, it's so deeply biblical. Let me just read two Proverbs that just, it's all over the Bible, but these two Proverbs are just so unmistakably translucent. They make this so clear. (laughs) Um, Should you take advice or not take it, get advice. The Bible is clear, get advice. Um, Proverbs 12, 15, this is what it says. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. I love that. All of us think we're right initially. If we don't, if we think we're clearly wrong, <laughs> well, we're smart people, right? Yeah. We could never be wrong. Of course, we think we're right. If we thought we were wrong, we would think something else. So if I'm thinking it clearly, I think it's right. But I don't want to do something foolish. Hmm. And all of us are capable of doing foolish things. It doesn't matter how smart, how seasoned, how long you've been a Christian. Um, people who've been Christian a long time and have a lot of maturity and know a lot about the Bible make foolish decisions. How does this scripture, how does it tell us, how does it prescribe how to not make a foolish decision? You listen to advice. Hmm. And I love what it says here. A wise man listens to advice. It's not just the um, immature person. It's not just the new Christian The more seasoned, the more wise, the more likely that person is to listen to advice. So if you are a very seasoned, mature Christian, a marker of that is you are more likely to seek out advice, according to this passage. I think sometimes we get it backwards. We think, well, the wiser I I get, the more biblical knowledge I attain, the less advice I'm going to actually need to seek out because I've got it all figured out now. I I know how I'm supposed to live this life. And of course, I'm pursuing God and whatever his will might be for me. But we think of it backwards so often. And that's our fleshly mind at work, thinking that we aren't going to need anyone else to speak into what we've got going on in our life. Absolutely. Um, uh, Another proverb uh, along those lines is Proverbs 11, 14. Where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. So what we want is we want people speaking into our lives, um, not every, all people, but we want some people speaking into our lives. We want people in our lives we can go seek counsel from. And the Bible is very clear that we want to seek advice. Where does that come from? Let's just take this all the way down to the depths theologically for a second. We are all part of a body, and what we're told is if we're followers of Jesus Christ, every person has the Holy Spirit inside of them. Mm. And so part of understanding that we're part of a larger body called the church anticipates that no one person has all the answers. He's going to work through a body because he's filled each person with the presence of Almighty God, the Holy Spirit. If you follow Jesus, you've got the Holy Spirit inside of you. You're looking to leverage that reality into your life. And so those are that's kind of the biblical foundation of why do we seek advice? Why is it so important? Let's not treat this as just an obvious thing. Let's get really good at seeking counsel from people. Okay, and if I'm a person going through a situation in my life where I I need to seek God's will and I recognize the importance of seeking advice as to how I should handle this situation, who should I go to? Like where where's a good place to start yeah. when seeking advice? So, I think that's one of the biggest questions and I think that is one place that we tend to really self-deceive. Hmm. We all know who the people are in our lives 
that will tell us what we want to hear. Oh yeah. And so we all know if I go call this person, this maybe it's this family member or this friend, you know, well, I don't need to call them. I know what they're going to say. You know, like we, we, we have instincts on what people are going to say. And so we can tend to only go to those people that are going to tell us what we want to hear. In fact, we can take it a step further. Um, sometimes we don't realize, but we're setting a culture around us hmm. where we, if you don't say what I want you to, to say, I will punish you. I'll punish you relationally. I'll punish you verbally. And I don't realize I'm setting a culture where the only people that stay in my life with any kind of intimacy are those people who tell me exactly what I want to hear. And so that's a hard thing to realize about yourself, but it is absolutely essential. If I want to walk in the way of wisdom and I want to make wise decisions and I want to find God's will, I need to know that about myself and I need to A, pick counselors that I know are going to speak the truth. Now, I don't want to get beaten up, but I want them to speak the truth with love, with all gentleness. I want them to be able to put their arm around me and say, hey man, I think this is a pretty transparent right or wrong issue and you're trying to make it translucent. <laughs> I think you're trying to make this a, well, I don't know, but the Bible's pretty clear. Or, hey man, um, yes, this is a translucent decision, you know, but there's some things that are really tinting this. I mean, that's what advice helps. Another perspective helps to see where we're tinting something or where we're making something that's really clear in the Bible into a translucent issue. That's, mm. what, that's what advice is intended to do. But we kind of, if you stop and think about it, you know the people in your life that are able to, that are gonna just tell you what you wanna hear and the people that will challenge you. And you wanna find the people who will challenge you if you need to be challenged with gentleness and love and then you want to you want to go to that person and you yeah. want to you want to create a relationship where they want to continue speaking into your life in that way and on the flip side of it seeking advice sometimes is incredibly encouraging you yeah. know sometimes it's a translucent in your mind situation where i don't really know what god's will would be in the situation i don't know what right and wrong is but when you go and you you seek godly counsel they end up encouraging you and saying, hey, it's only translucent because uh, you're not having an accurate view of yourself. Right. You're actually amazing at that. Yes. Like, no, you're really gifted in that. I see that, I affirm that, yes. and I encourage that in you. Ends up becoming this really encouraging uh, friendship, but also moment where you're like, okay, like I'm good, like, yeah. you're right. Like I can, uh, this, is the, this is the route I should go in. And we need that encouragement in our life that we often don't get because we don't open up ourselves to it. Yeah, and that kind of affirmation, it's only affirming if that same person is also able to challenge you, right? Yeah. So yep. like, it's like- you can't, you can't, you can't have just one. You gotta, you can get both. Or neither. Right. Like if you, like every, most people, like your mom's going to encourage you, right? You know, it's that right. person who would be like, <laughs> no, you stink at that, bro. If that person is the one saying, dude, you're really good at that. That means something. And yeah. so all that to say, yeah. we want to have that, those relationships in our lives that were, this is valuable Christian friendship. And I think yep. our culture's view of friendship is that I support you no matter what. Yeah. And I don't think that that's actual, authentic, genuine friendship. 
It's not I what th- we need either. It's not what we need. And I think what genuine, authentic friendship is when it says, look, I'm going to love you no matter what, mm. but I'm going to speak the truth in love and I'm going to do it with humility because I may be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll own it. But I'm willing to like, I'm willing that there might be some, I love you so much. I'm willing that there might be some conflict and you may be mad at me for a little bit, but I love you too much to not tell you the truth. And so that's what we want. We want to have friends, um, men. I would encourage you. You need other men in your life. Ladies, you need other ladies in your life that will speak the truth to you in love because that truth can be challenging. Or as you said, uh, Josh, it can be very, very affirming. That's what we're, we're looking for is those kinds of friendships. And when you're seeking counsel, you're seeking advice, you're ultimately putting two minds together, mm-hmm. right? You only know so much scripture. You might be that person that's like, I have memorized half the Bible. Or you might be that person that's like, I know one verse. Yep. You get to put your minds together and say, hey, this is a translucent situation. I don't really know what right and wrong is. But that other person might say, oh, you know what? There's actually a story in the Bible that speaks exactly to this. Let's read this together. Or if it's not going to be a transparent situation and it is that translucent, I need to seek wisdom on it because there really isn't a right and wrong. You're not just going to rely on your own wisdom or strength in that situation. You're going to go to that friend that you know is going to give you godly counsel and get their wisdom on it as well. Yeah. And they're able to speak into that situation and say, Hey, like you're right. This is, this is a hard one. There really isn't a passage in the Bible that speaks Mm. specifically to this, but in my own experience, this is what I've seen, or hey, this is something that God has has shown me in the past, or hey, I walked through that actually a few years ago, and let me tell you what what God did in my life. Yeah. And you get to hear testimonies and wisdom from those people we seek God yeah. counsel from. I, absolutely, and I think you're bringing up such a great point. I think that a lot of times, I think we should expect God's not going to download it all to us. I think he's going to arrange the scenario where you're going to take advantage of the body of believers. I think he he's intentionally making it so that he is going to work through wise counsel because we're a body. And he says, he talks about that all through scripture. He says, you know, no single part of the body has been given all of the gifts. And so I think he's going to arrange it where you needed to go sit with that, that mentor. You needed to go sit with that small group leader. You needed to go sit with one of your pastors or ministry leaders. You needed to go sit with that, that brother or that sister in Christ. And he's going to arrange it like that because that's how he's designed to work in our lives. And, and Mm. you, you bring up about the scripture, you know, some people are like, look, I, you know, I know that the Bible is our guide for life, but like, it, you know, how do I just, I'm making it, how do I flip it Have open? Have you ever played and, Bible roulette before? Yeah, just <laughs> You're like, like I need to know over. what to do with my finances. And you just throw your Bible onto the table. Okay. What passage did it open up exactly. to? And you're like looking for a verse that applies to what you're talking about. Here. Exactly. And so a lot of times we're like, how do I use the Bible in the decision-making process? Having Bible believing Christians around you. Yeah is one of the key ways that happens. It's not Bible roulette. It's having people who love you, love the scripture, and will will speak the truth. And they can help you mine those biblical principles and apply it to these types of situations. And, um, it, you know, kind of in closing, what I would encourage uh, just to say, and this is truly not a shameless plug. This is truly why we talk about this. This is why so many churches, and certainly City Rev, we challenge believers to get and find a small group. 
Yeah. This is where, cause you, there's many, many believers who are like, well, I attend church or uh, regularly and I have, you know, my family members, I have some old friends and I have some friends on social media and I have work friends, but I don't really know who those people are. Well, that's why having those relationships are so critical because yeah. it's in small so group. Good. You yep. meet a small group leader, you meet other people who have walked similar paths. That's where you find those relationships and you want to be ready with those trusted relationships for when those decision-making moments come and you can seek advice. That's so good. Yeah. In my own experience, in my own walk, small group in the church is where I've always found those people that I know I can trust for godly biblical advice. I mean, where else are you going to find them? Mm-hmm. Sure. You might be fortunate to find a Bible believing Christian in your workplace and uh, your, you might have someone in your family that you know you can go to, which is great and definitely tap into that and, and utilize them in your life. But apart from that, the church is where you're going to find them. Yeah. The church is where those Bible-believing Christians are going to be. And so what better place to find them than in a small group, uh, a system that is built for that scenario specifically to connect people together in what is oftentimes a large context, a large group context in the church, breaking it down into those smaller group meetings, small groups throughout the week. Absolutely. And so maybe for you that next step is... Maybe you're listening to this and you don't have a looming decision. Now's the time to jump in a small group and to find, to start building those relationships so you're ready. Yeah, establish those relationships so that when that time comes, you have them there for you. So, hey, thanks for joining us again today for this podcast on seeking advice and seeking God's will in your life. Be sure to join us these next couple weeks. We're going to continue this series where we're going to talk about things like how to have peace about that decision that you're making and knowing that that's where God is directing you and seeing signs and how God is operating. So we will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us on City Rev Life. You can subscribe to this podcast, rate and review wherever you're listening to this. And we love it when you share it with your friends on social media. For more videos and content, go ahead and check us out at cityrev.org podcast or download our City Rev Church app. Have a great day.